Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with a double episode day of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. It's Homegirl Thursday. Usually, from the very beginning, from September 15th, 2016, I've always published my episodes on a Thursday. It's ironic because I needed to do this episode on Monday, but I took a couple of days to reset and get some good energy in life. So now, you know, sometimes you got to reset, even if it's in the middle of the week, you know, take off, pass away, you know, uh, God bless the dead. And um, my love and prayers for healing and comfort at this time go to anybody that was affected by his death, including his loved ones, um, his fans, and anybody else that's processing a loss right now, especially a loss due to gun violence. So I just wanted to take um, some time to kind of clear my head and make sure that I speak from as pure of a place as possible on things that are unrelated, because you know how that goes sometimes. Things that we go through can affect how we communicate and articulate things that have nothing to do with some of the things that make us feel the way we feel. So before we get started, though, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week, usually for about an hour or so. So it's Homegirl Thursday, like I said, and because I was supposed to publish this episode on Tuesday, well, Monday or Tuesday, really, and then another episode topic uh, popped up in my head. I was inspired. I said, you know what? I'm going to just knock both of these out in the same day. Um, The first topic that I want to talk about for this particular episode is about the nitpickiness of us as women. This is not an episode where I'm going to exalt myself over women but i'm seeing a lot of things come to the surface when it comes to how we treat each other as women and i think it's very interesting and it's worth speaking on you know from the empowerment branches that have been exposed as you know marketing and stuff like that to the mean girl stereotypes and then you know people with toxic fan bases that kind of stick their fans on people i've seen it even in the mental wellness space there's a particular um Social media influencer is very popular in the space, and her fans are um, they they go up <laughs> for for her whether she's right or whether she's wrong. So I've seen that. Then I also was inspired directly by two different posts: one by Carvin Haggins and one by my girl I said from Lace Me Organics. Both of them posted on Instagram some very interesting things. Carvin's post was more about asking why women treat each other the way they do when it comes to them dressing a certain way, them showing off their body, swimsuit pictures, as well as dancing. His perspective was that men don't care either way, at least not to the extent that we do. He basically was saying that, you know, while men kind of don't care and they just kind of look at it all in the same flesh of, well, the same light of flesh being the flesh, us women like to hierarchy it and try to present as if we are better than these women and he wants to know what the deal was because these men ain't tripping and then uh i said's post was about her just saying she's different in the sense of her wanting to focus on herself and not compete with other women to be the richest to be the baddest she just wants to be happy with who she is and that's all that matters she doesn't want to include other women in her identity and her confidence with respect to devaluing other women to stand strong in who she is. Now, there were some people who miss the point willfully on both of these posts. Um, I always question the intention, regardless of how it's presented, of people that willfully miss the point. 
But, you know, it is what it is. You know, social media, you don't know these folks. You don't know their, their their life. You don't know if they had a good day or not. So when they come to you with certain things or even when you see it on their actual post, you never know where it's really coming from, right? So, you know, it is what it is. But I wanted to give a quick homegirl take on these two things that I saw because it's worth speaking on. With Carvin's post, I noticed that, I mean, I commented that it's for male approval, honestly. Our society, this is just my opinion. You can agree or disagree. I don't care. But our society is so still like focused on the aspects of patriarchy that value a woman based on her value with respect to a man that some women, whether it is through religious upbringing, whether it is through their home training or whether it's through whatever they were programmed in society or even social media, YouTube, etc. They have a thing where they feel good devaluing other women. They do it because they want to stand out. They might be married. They might use that as an identity thing to or a, or a virtual signal to say, because I'm married, regardless of whether the marriage is solid or not, regardless of whether she's being treated right or not. Some people use marriage and being chosen up by a man in order to validate themselves. So some of them do that to say, ha ha, that's just how, you know, well, no man wants a woman who does X, Y, Z. Now, again, I keep secrets for a living because I am a mental health professional and that's what I do. Provided that it's not something that I'm legally or ethically required to report. I hold a lot of people's things. And what I will say is that what people think is the norm is not exactly the norm. Without going into anyone's business, I will leave it at that. But what people think men want <laughs> is not always what it is. OK, it's not that linear. It's not that finite. And every man is different. And every man chooses because of something different. Everybody has different things that makes them tick. But going back to women and how we treat each other, we do this. And I say we because I am a woman and I'm never above anything that I say. Do I personally move like this? No. But at the same time, I'm still in this collective of people. I'm not above anybody. So I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you all, whether you identify as a woman, femme or otherwise. So I noticed that and I've noticed a lot over the last 10 to 15 years being on social media. A lot of times women that do this and shame other women. And I've talked about this on a previous podcast episode, like five years ago with Vanessa from Badgesteam. They do this and she admitted she used to do it herself, which is interesting, is that when people are repressed or not quite confident in who they are, um, they tend to shame women that are, you know, when women are not, you know, like, for instance, like slut shaming, right? Some women that are sexually repressed, not comfortable in their sexual um, liberation, expression, sexuality, even they will go out of their way to project what they don't have on women that are doing what they secretly want to do that's a little bit of that shadow work that comes into play when you haven't dealt with the shadow yet you're kind of speaking against the very same thing that you actually are hiding um i've seen that happen a lot now i understand some people may try to come at it from a um a a pro-black agenda sometimes they'll say oh there's agendas that affect women in our community and i can i can agree with that to a to an extent however at the same time, if your household, if your household is good, your household is good, you are good. I wouldn't personally just me. I wouldn't spend time worrying about what other people are doing because I would be busy making sure my house and my family was straight. I don't mean straight in like a sexuality sense. I mean like straight as in like a, you know, that Southern slang, like you good. You know, I would want to make sure that my family was good. I don't have time to be sitting here worrying about what another person I don't know is doing with their life because 
my life is going to take up most of my energy and focus and priority as well as those that I'm nurturing in my family. So I just noticed that it's just kind of weird to me. I'm more of a instead of talking about it, why not just lead by example and just seeing what happens? You know what I mean? Like if you want women to stop moving a certain way and you conduct yourself with a kind heart and a good example, you can't force nobody to do nothing. You can't shame nobody and stop doing stuff either. Like the more society gets repressive to people, the more people are rebelling. And sometimes folks are rebelling just to spite the same systems and people in those systems that want to stop them being um, stop them from being authentic and free with who they are. So if you're a kind of person that shames women for doing things and you find that not only do they not listen to you, but they don't respect you either. It's because you have done something to them more than likely that has exhausted yourself over them. So not only do they not want to hear you, they don't care about nothing you have to say moving forward ever. I see that happen a lot with certain accounts. Certain accounts will get very um, popular or they'll get some kind of success or they'll get some money. And then next thing you know, them same people that kind of help them get to where they are, they kind of look at them as less than not realizing that those same people are why they're even able to have as large of a platform as they have. I also see it with femininity accounts. And it's like, you know, again, it goes back to what exactly are we doing this for? When you shame other women, what exactly are you doing it for? Who exactly are you appeasing? And most times in my experience, whether I've experienced it third hand, looking and seeing what's going on as an observer or even first hand, all you got to do is question the logic enough times and you'll see it goes back to wanting approval from somebody else. And sometimes that's a man or looking good in the patriarchal gaze. Again, it's tricky, but, you know, it says a lot when you see someone spewing hate onto other people needing to look good now in all fairness you know there's certain things I used to do when I was immature I've, I've said on the podcast before when I was in my 20s my early well 19 20 21 I used to go to the you know to the club and you know I would make sure I bought my outfit sometimes you know do some customations to it you know customization to it to be like oh okay well these girls ain't for a little better than me now that's ego right it's ego talk and once you have some ego deaths, you kind of check why you would even say that to begin with. In my case, it was an ego thing. It was the, you know, I'm finna, I'm finna self-exalt because I am the flyest. And even though I can think that I'm the flyest to this day, I don't have to sit there and include other women as a stepping stone into why I think I'm fly. I'm fly because I'm me and I'm confident and I'm happy. I'm not fly because I look better than somebody or my body is better than somebody or my hair is a certain way or longer than somebody else's. I don't have to do that because I'm happy with myself as a freestanding individual, right? And to me, and again, y'all can disagree. It's fine. I I, I think that women, not I think, I know most times, but Women that do that, that just have to go out their way to bash other women, they're not happy with themselves 100%. I ain't never seen no hater that was happy with themselves 100% because why would you hate on other people if you truly were secure in every single aspect and facet of your being? Or at least most of it. Like, why would you go out of your way to be so mean? And anytime you question somebody's logic or motive, they'll always try to tell you some deflection type of stuff like, oh, it's not that deep. Well, if it's not that deep, why give it energy to even open your mouth or put it on your fingers to type and see it published and attach your energy to that to begin with? Oop, self-check. So that is what I want to put out there on the table for that. Now with, and it kind of ties into um, 
I said to post too because she was talking about, you know, not wanting to compete with other um, other women and, you know, saying she doesn't want to be the baddest, the richest. You know, she just wants to be happy with who she is and, you know, where she stands in this life. And I and I totally get that. Like there's there's a true freedom when you're able to define who you are on your own terms, independent of anybody else. That includes a man that includes children and that includes quote unquote competition. I am not of the mindset that you have to, you can, you can compete in business that I can understand that, but in terms of needing to create an identity based on how you stand amongst other women, never been my jam like that. I might've said some little slick stuff younger about dressing cute, but in terms of outside of that one scenario, going to the club, it was never about, Oh, I have to get a degree so I can be competition amongst these women oh I have to cook and learn how to cook so I can be competition amongst women no I like to cook because my granny put that in me like that's just kind of a skill that she instilled in me and that was our quality time so and I saw how food brought people together and how communal it was so that is why I've always had an interest in food you know like or even dressing cute like or having my nails done like that makes me feel good first and foremost if somebody else likes it that's cute but that's not the requirement you know like you know sometimes we all myself included we have to do or have had to do some soul searching to see what really makes us fly what makes us dope what why do we really like ourselves what is it rooted in what is it based in are there any variables like these other people where do they really stand in relation to who you are? That's what I wanted to kick today to y'all. Because when I see women do this in the constant need to compete, it's just like there's so much better things that we could do. Like so many better things. Like there's so much more that we can do besides tear each other down as women. So I just wanted to put that quick thought on your brain. I'm pretty sure at some point I will revisit this topic because I am seeing a lot of stuff <laughs> be presented. Um, even the whole concept of femininity is interesting to me because it it is a concept that is being rooted in aesthetic and not spirit and not energy and it's about being one, but not necessarily the, like the harmony between the multiple energies and the different types that we have within us. I just been kind of sitting back because it's just like, damn, <laughs> Ooh, it's real out here. But authenticity and being true to yourself, I think, is what's going to win regardless, as long as you have an understanding of who you are. Again, going back to the different types of energies and even if you believe in that stuff or don't, like even if you have an understanding where it's like, yo, that's not my gym. That's a clear understanding of who you are, and that's okay. I just want people to be able to, again, define on their own terms and move independently on their own terms without having to step on other people. I can disagree with something, but that doesn't mean that I'm better than because I disagree. Just That's just not my cup of tea. I don't have to go out of my way to sit there and say, I'm better than this woman because of X, Y, Z. That's a dumb thing to do. If I had a moment in my life, I'm never going to share it with somebody who or a woman who tried to tear me down. Like, I've seen that happen too. And again, like I said, if folks want to do it, that's fine. But it's just a matter of why do we have to include others in things that are supposed to make us feel good? Like, if I got my master's and I said, oh, all y'all that said I couldn't do it, like, why would I even share that moment with y'all? 
Like those that said I couldn't do it. Why would I even share my moment with those kind of people? Like, why would I do that? It just goes back to what are we, what are we really defining ourselves based off of? What is the root? What is truly the root? Again, my intention is not for this episode to self-exalt. And I don't think I've self-exalted in this episode, but I just want people to self-check what their motives are, what their intentions are with how they conduct themselves. Like what, like what informs that? Is it your home training? Is it your religion? Is it your society? Has it been a relationship? Has it been a partner of the same sex, the opposite sex, a non-binary person? What exactly like are you like, how exactly, like, what's pulling your strings? That's the intention of this episode. If you don't get nothing else out of it, that is the question I want to lead with. When it comes to how you define yourself and how you interact with other women specifically, whether it's online, direct, indirect, in person, what informs your interactions? And you know, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to ask that question on Instagram too. I'm going to ask it somewhere. I'm going to ask it somewhere. I don't know if I'm going to do it on Instagram. I don't know if I'm going to do it through the tribe letter to share these episodes with you all. But if you want to sign up for tribe letter, you can do so by clicking my show notes. But I will be asking y'all and I would like some genuine, honest feedback. What truly informs your interactions with women? And honestly, men can answer this, too, because I want to know as well. Women, especially, I would like to answer femme. Those that identify feminine, present feminine. I want to know that, too. But, you know, if you're a person that's, you know, a male or presents masculine, non-binary folks, too, I still want to know. I still want to know. But, um, but yeah. So that is my thought for today. I need to catch up on a lot of stuff. Um, I got to tell the inner peace posse what's been going on in life. A lot of stuff has been happening. Some cool stuff behind the scenes, lots of transitions. And I'm really excited to share what's going on with them. And um yeah, I will catch y'all on the next episode of this double header day on Homegirl Thursday. The next episode is going to be about asking the wrong person for the right things. I just been so inspired lately. I just feel like talking about that. So with that being said, y'all I will catch y'all on the next episode. Go ahead and click on the next episode, okay? Because they coming back to back. It's your girl, Maria, the spiritual homegirl. Remember, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love, okay? I'll catch y'all on the next one. Love y'all. Peace.